You're listening to Wholesaling Inc. episode number 706. I use the creativity, the the comedy, the Afro man to set the brand apart. But I also bounce that out with some traditional call to action ads because one helps build the brand quickly up front, make it recognizable. And the other is kind of the more practical type of ad, again, that I've always used over the years. And you're kind of playing those two together to build brand recognition while simultaneously making sure you maintain great conversion, right? This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. Welcome to the Wholesaling Inc. podcast. I'm your host, Chris Arnold. As always, excited that you guys are with us today. So here's what you got coming in store on this episode. Talking about brand recognition. I've got a guest who is a tribe member and I told him, I I see some of the stuff he uh, posts on social media and I'm like, this guy's unconventional. Like he's kind of off in left field using a lot more creativity than what I see most people do. And so we're going to talk about how he's kind of taken marketing and really had a lot of fun with it and really do some like pretty cool stuff to help grow the brand recognition of what he's doing. And so that's what we have in store. And of course, he's utilizing radio as well. And so we will talk about in the short period of time that he's been up a little bit about the 181,000 that he's closed out on the books and another big deal is about to close, which could be about 80 to 130, depends if he wholesales it or flips it. So excited, Matt, what's up? (laughs) Welcome to the show, man. Hey, Chris. Thanks for having me. I uh, appreciate the opportunity. I'm excited to be here and chat with you and catch up on this stuff. Well, let's do it, man. This is going to be fun. I was laughing at some of the stuff that you've come up with already. So (laughs) a little background, those that don't know you, like how long you've been in the game. And since we're talking about creativity and kind of the fact that you walk to the own beat of your own drum, right? So give us a little snapshot. Like how did we end up with the Matt Bristow that we're talking to today? Well, it's kind of crazy, man. I guess I think it tied into I started having health problems about five years ago, to be honest with you. And uh, I didn't realize then that I had Crohn's. And I was I was just recently diagnosed last year, actually. I'm on the Remicade chemo treatments right now. And about five years ago, I was just too sick to work for... I was in the financial industry. I worked for US Bank. I was, I was too sick to do it anymore. And I needed a break. And... Uh, at that point in time, I decided to dive into real estate investing, needing more flexibility in my life and needing to be able to dictate the amount of money that I could make on my own instead of working for somebody else. So I did something kind of crazy. I, I quit my corporate job. I was making six figures a year. I sold my house. I cashed in my 401k. And uh, I went off to try and make as much money as I could while I could because I wasn't feeling well. It kind of made me do some crazy things that maybe I normally wouldn't have. But that's honestly what kind of led me to doing the things that I've done and and making the decisions that I've made. And it kind of made me a little bit of a little fearless, I guess you could say. That's kind of how I ended up here. 
I didn't have any experience or anything like that, to be honest with you. I'd done a couple personal deals and uh, it's it's been crazy ever since. It's a lot better now, five years into it, than it was when I first started, you know, thanks to many, many wonderful coaches all over the U.S. that I've, you know, paid for advice and experience and mentorship from you being one of them. And uh, I tell you what, every time I do, my business grows, things get better, and so does my uh, my personal life. and kind of trickles into my health as well, to be honest with you. Yeah. Well, man, first of all, man, I applaud you for your vulnerability and sharing that. And it's interesting that that particular challenge, as you said, kind of built the framework, kind of gave you a different lens to look at things through. And the word that you used was like fearless. Like, you know, I'm going to take maybe some bigger risks than I might normally feel comfortable with but you know with the health situation that i have like i'm going to come in and and use a bit more of my creativity if i don't maybe let's say have as much physical energy right yeah i mean dude i i literally i built my business sick from my bed and from my couch on facebook networking my first mentor i hired was in boston massachusetts nobody around here wanted to teach me cuz nobody wants to create competition for themselves so I just said, screw it, man. I, I can't let anybody get in my way and, and just went wherever I had to go to get, it, get the job done. Because I, honestly, I didn't have a choice. So Let me ask you this question, right? So people listening right now have different challenges. It, it could be health-related. It could be anything right now because we know that whether it be pain or a tragedy, all of those things do have a commonality. And that is that they, they drain energy, Right. Um, they require you to focus on other things that become a priority like health. Anything you'd say to the audience and kind of like, how did you continue to, you know, move the ball down the field when your body was saying, no, I don't want to do that. How are you able to do that mentally? Because I feel like we have something to learn from you here. You know, failure just wasn't an option. I mean, I quit a six-figure job. I had a 10-year career that I left. I was just going crazy, man. I couldn't do it anymore. I just remember being in my in my job and not feeling good and just saying, this this cannot be it. This can't be my life. Like there's something else that I'm supposed to be doing. I broke, you know, and I would say that just the experience made me realize that I just had to do what I needed to do. And this is where I ended up. I'm so thankful and so grateful and so happy that. I made that decision and I didn't give up. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I had a point where I went from $380,000 to less than $14,000 in April of 19. I almost lost everything. I thought about going and getting another job and I was sick. This was before I started chemo. I was really sick and I had a choice. I was actually, my aunt works for, for Zoom. She's actually like one of the first 25 employees hired there. So I was working on getting on on board over there in uh, 19. Literally, I had I had a choice to start interviewing for this position or take a gamble on my first wholesale deal that I thought it was going to hit within the next 60 days. And I I walked from that opportunity and stayed in it. I barely had enough money to make it to that day, but I I stayed in it. And I had three kids sick and. That moment was a defining moment for me. Thank God. That's exactly what I was just saying, I was, That was a defining was, moment in your life. Have you heard of like the book, Two Feet from Gold? I'm getting the chills right now. But you made that choice 
And again, it's it's that analogy, right? That two feet from gold. You oh, can yeah, go yeah. security or take the risk and you take the risk and it paid off for you. That, that's where I was going with it. I learned that analogy from Trevor Mott at Carrot. That was one of the things that uh, when I was in Carrot Camp, he said to me, I was actually the first newbie that they allowed at Carrot Camp. And I hadn't done a wholesale deal before I'd gone there. One of the things that he had mentioned was that concept in in one of his presentations and and man that stuck with me so much i didn't even read the book all the way through just him explaining the concept was enough summary for me to understand it that moment where i was literally like i went down like i lost all my money trying to figure out this business i was down to 15 grand and that next 12 months I made $380,000 back. <laughs> I lost it all, dude. And I made it back. And then you made it back, man. Well, bro, that's, I mean, anyone listening right now, highly inspirational. What an amazing story. And I mean, it, it really goes down to, to what we understand. And sometimes it is, you know, never, ever, ever give up, particularly if there's a direction that you feel like you're, no, you're being led to. So and I, I appreciate you sharing that, man. That's just a very inspirational aspect and in, in part of your story. So let's let's talk about this fun with marketing, right? So you picked up radio, and man, I remember seeing some of your posts, right? And I yeah. was like, this guy <laughs> is about to do radio in his own way. And so if we're talking about brand recognition, again we provide right away to do a radio ad and some scripts and Matt said, okay, I get that piece, but let me come in and like layer on something that when people hear this, they are not going to forget it. And so one of the first things you did was you went out and you connected with Afro man and you guys came in and collaborated and did like a actual radio ad. So Tell us a little bit about what that radio ad kind of turned out to be. Was that like a, a song? Like what kind of twist did you throw on that with Afro Man? Yeah. So that was actually, that was a country song. <laughs> I buy houses everywhere. <laughs> yeah. And uh, no, he worked out perfect for that one because he did the intro for me and uh, he's got a good deep voice, but dude, that's a, it's crazy. Like legit. I was just years ago, sick on my couch trying to find figure out this stuff you know what i mean trying to figure out how to build my company and then like last year i'm working with afro man i got a producer now on my payroll a music producer and like the games just changed so now being able to to get really creative and make songs and all that stuff like when i was in high school i i used to like rewrite songs and and do that stuff as kind of like a hobby so when we started to look at the music or the radio stuff and implementing the ads and stuff like that, I really wanted to have songs, you know what I mean? Like we're on the radio. How can, cause some ads, you know, they get overplayed and it's just annoying as listeners. So you, you came in and fundamentally added your own flair to that and played off the fact that radio tends to be, you know, heavy on music. And so Exactly. I love that. And then you were telling me now you're going to do like a comedy take, right? So like, you're going to have some person come in and like do a little bit of an impersonation. So what's coming down on that particular piece, utilizing your creativity for like a, a kind of a comedy spot on radio? 
Yeah. So, so we have our, you know, like our songs, right? So how can we mix it up as much as possible? Like I was telling you, we have certain things that we utilize for brand recognition. And then we have certain things that we use for conversion in wanting to get the phone to ring maybe a little more quickly. It might have more calls to action, right? So like the songs, they still convert the more call to action stuff converts probably a little bit better, but I think they go really hand in hand in that the person picking up the phone and calling it probably has heard our brand recognition geared ads as well. Now that we've done that with the songs, how can we take it a step further? And the next step is to bring comedy into it because I just love having fun. I love laughing. So we're going to bring in a character. We think we have his name figured out, uh, Bo McDougal. And um, he's just Bo uh, McDougal. I love it. Bo McDougal. Yeah. So he's like, you know, Bo calls and he's like, he's like, Hey Matt, how you doing? I got a, I got a house here that I need to sell, you know, really fast. And he just got a funny voice. Like a funny kind of country kind of like Billy type play on it as well. But here's the thing I want you guys to hear that you're listening to this again. It's always about setting yourself apart from all the noise. There's a ton of noise out there on social media. There's a ton of noise. I mean, even if you're sending direct mail, there's a ton of noise in somebody's mailbox. Like, are you taking that extra step to do something that's going to get you above the noise? And I definitely want to summarize, Matt, what I heard you saying. I use the creativity, the the comedy, the Afro man to set the brand apart. But I also bounce that out with some traditional call to action ads because one helps build the brand quickly up front, make it recognizable. And the other is kind of the more practical type of ad, again, that I've always used over the years. And you're kind of playing those two together to build brand recognition while simultaneously making sure you maintain great conversion, right? Exactly. Yep. And then at the same time, entertain people because that's why they're listening to the radio. You have to remember... they're there for entertainment. They're there to listen to music. They're they're there for something. You know, it's not necessarily to listen to your business's ads. So how can you really catch their attention and them not tune out? And, yeah. and that's where the creativity comes in. If you can write a catchy song or you can have something funny where it's like they stop thinking about whatever it is that they might be stressing about. And then they're thinking, you know, I have this house that I want to sell and I can't stand it. And this guy sounds like fun. So I want to call him. You know what I mean? So it's just different than just the average business, just very scripted, the same thing over and over. You got to mix that in there and, and really get into the mind of your audience. You know, they're there for a reason. So how can you get them to smile? Like, and I have recordings I can share with you. I have people that just call in as fans just to say that they love my ad. I mean, <laughs> That's now it. that's interesting. They're not even calling to sell their house. They're calling to really compliment you on the fact that you ran a great ad that that entertained them. So, you know, this reminds me, Matt. I mean, if you we want to say, okay, how valuable is this? I mean, who does this any better than Geico, right? Geico has done a great job, you know, via their commercials to layer in that entertainment. And regardless if you use Geico or not, I mean, I always sit back and I go, man, I really appreciate the comedy that they brought into that ad because it does. I I think what you're saying is in the midst of 
everything going on, not only are you educating people about their business, but you're also taking a time and a moment and just making somebody feel better, feel better with entertainment, feel better because you made them laugh. And so I imagine for you, then your marketing has a bit more meaning, right? Because not only are you growing your business and your brand, but you're also in a way just making day, people's day just, just a little bit better. So I, it's funny as I sit here and I process this with you, I, I see the bigger picture of why you see it this way. And I step back and I go, man, that's really valuable. That's really looking at the bigger picture. So I have a question, right? I know you've been doing real estate for about five years. You've been advertising on radio now for you know about 10 months. What have you enjoyed about radio versus some of the other marketing channels that you were doing? Like, why is radio a great fit for you? So for me, it's it's been a way a great way for people to get to know me. You know, it's funny. Like, I have a recording of a conversation I had with a lady that it was a direct mail campaign that I was doing, and she received a postcard from me and thought I went into her mailbox personally and put it in there. Like, she was. It's there's a lot of F words in it. So just like. My customer interaction in radio versus outbound stuff is completely different. It's way more enjoyable. Like I said, I just I enjoy focusing on inbound marketing and having people call me because it's just a better experience. And radio provides a great tool in outbound uh, marketing for me. So that's I, I enjoy. It's it. kind of like a People better are... canvas, right? It's a more high quality canvas to really come in and paint with uh, your creativity and what you want to do. So I like that aspect, right? You're able to connect with the audience and allow them to really get to know who you are much easier than let's say a postcard. What might be something else that you really enjoyed about radio so far over the last 10 months? I think it's, it's put a definite staple in my my business and in my brand and helped its recognition because we are professionals but when you're marketing on the radio there's no questions about it like i don't have people question whether i can pay cash for a house or anything like that like i don't have any of those real hurdles in any of my radio leads that are coming in they understand that i'm a professional in the industry, I'm on the radio, they trust me. It takes a lot of that flack out of it. You know, they just want you to buy their house and they know that you're not going to screw them over because you're on the radio. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you're getting what we call that instant credibility, right? And that also the fact that, hey, this Mac guy, you know, he must know what he's doing because he's on radio. He must be able to pay cash for these houses or he wouldn't be on the radio. This is a guy that is a professional and not like a lot of the other typical investors out there because he is on the radio. And those are all those, Matt, what I've experienced, those ancillary benefits that you don't get with the spam-based approach marketing that a lot of us you know, have utilized in the past or still utilizing now. And I know I was talking to you before we hit record, you were saying by comparison, it's also been nice to pick up the phone versus like a direct mail lead. What difference have you seen there on the quality of the lead versus let's say something like direct mail lead? Well, I mean, they're ready. You don't necessarily know like what phase of the sales cycle the consumer's at when you're doing direct mail, right? You could be mailing somebody that's not ready to sell a house fast for three years from now. Who knows? But the person that's listening to my radio ad, they're ready, you know, now. They already have a house that they're ready to sell. So the motivation is different. 
it converts faster because they're hot, ready leads versus, like I said, I mean, you, you can build a list, you can market however you want to, but it's what phase of the sales cycle are they on? Are they even ready? Are they even a real target? So that's the difference that I've enjoyed. And here's, yeah, here's no, an example. I appreciate it. Yeah, go ahead. So let me tell you this. Uh, I wholesale these two houses, right? The guy owned them right across the street from each other. He wants to move out of state. Nobody likes California anymore. I don't blame him. I'm helping them all get out of California as fast as they want. And at the end of the my first appointment with him, I hadn't signed the deal yet or anything, but we're walking back to my car, which is by his his house, the one that he lived in, near his mailbox. And I'm getting in my car. He opens his mailbox. He pulls out. I do not. There were six postcards in there from other investors. And he waves them at me and he goes, see, Matt? I just like you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even call these Great guys. story. Yeah. He didn't even, he's like, I didn't even just, you know, he heard me on the radio. Man, that's and, a great, great example. And he didn't call the people that had dropped postcards in his mailbox. He, he called the personality that he began to know, like, and trust that he was hearing over the radio waves. So that was the two home deal you did off radio. And you made 45K off that radio deal with those two homes. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Then you did a mobile home. So people always ask, well, is it just single family properties? No, you did a mobile home, made another 40K on that. So you and I were going through doing some math. So in 10 months, you I, did a, I did a multi-property too. So it was two houses on one lot. Two we houses made, on uh, one lot as 45 well. 45 grand. Yeah. So it's not all, yeah, it's definitely not all single family. Stuff. Yeah. It's a we mixture, get, right? You're, you're, yeah, you're we get land. We get everybody that wants to sell anything pretty much, you know, yeah, it's a motivated seller. They're calling you off radio to help an exit, whether it's land, mobile home, whatever that looks like. So we are doing the math together to make sure that it was accurate. And so in 10 months, you've done 181,000 off of radio and how much? No, 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 no. That's just this year. That's just this year. Oh, that's just this year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't even know. I don't even have my numbers from last year on me. That's just from this year. My bad. All right. You just upped the game on me. I was like 181 and, and 10 months is good. No, that's uh, 181 this year. So that's about five months in. So that's huge. And now that's, you've got... I still have one that I closed on. It's a, a flip that I'm working on that that's... Well, I can wholesale it right now and, and clear 80 on it. If I flip it, I'll clear 130 on it. Wow. So, I mean, so I've, you're getting some really big pops um, off radio. And again, everyone's listening. So, how much is Matt paying monthly? If you don't mind sharing, Matt, what is your monthly radio budget right now? How much are you spending? Oh, I don't know. I just added a couple more stations. Less I than could, five, I could less spend than 10. probably around, it's less than 10. Yeah, it's less than 10 now. Um, anywhere from five to 10. And how many stations are you on now? Three. Okay. So you, you've ramped it up and now you're somewhere around five to 10 K uh, a month on that, which again, I mean, we can do that math right there and you're getting a solid return as you start to scale this thing up. So if you're you know listening and uh, you're like, man, this radio piece, it's interesting. Like I, I love doing these interviews because I was experiencing all of these benefits, Matt, myself, right? Just the stuff you're saying, it's, it's a quality lead. You know, it's it's low maintenance. I feel like I'm really being able to strengthen my brand, not hide my brand. And so I've just been excited to come in and put this uh, in all of the different markets, right, that people are in. Uh, and, and again, Matt, what market are you in? 
I'm in Northern California. Yeah. So in Northern California, some people might go, well, if you can work in Cali, right? It's going to work in a lot of states because I know um, people with California always go, that's a much different market. And so I'm just kind of seeing these same um, benefits roll out for the students that happen for us. So for me, it's exciting. It's it's just cool to kind of sit back and go, dude, like you're over there reaping the benefits of what I've been reaping benefits uh, on radio for the last 10 years. So if you're listening, you're curious and you're like, man, this radio thing, I'd like to learn a little bit more about, you know, let us just answer some questions for you and see if it's a good fit. And so you can always check that out at wholesalinginc.com forward slash REI radio. Again, wholesalinginc.com forward slash REI radio and book a call, see if your market's open and something that's a fit for you. So Matt, starting to you know wrap up here with the whole radio piece, what is kind of your goal, man? I mean, honestly, you're kicking ass on radio. I think you, know, you and I were talking, you're like, the last thing uh, that I want us to do and kind of plug this in is now I want to force multiply with TV. And I feel like I can even be more creative over there because now I get a visual. And so you're just going to take what you've done on radio, start to create some cohesiveness and roll over into the TV, right? Yeah. So so I, I want to basically digitize all of our radio stuff and it's going on TV. We actually, we're on the air next Monday. So nice. Okay. So like we're a, catching a, you. Might have to bring you week. back and hear about that, how that goes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a week from... Uh, Monday is when we're we're on the air on that. So we're going to bring everything that we have on radio to TV. And then also, like I was saying, implement that into our social media strategy as well, so that it'll be just completely cohesive. And then also, I'll probably be bringing in, mixing in uh, some more direct mail and, and just bringing it all full circle. I haven't been doing direct mail just because I really enjoy inbound marketing, but I'm going to do a little bit of it and do, you know, the whole as heard on, you know, radio and as seen on TV type of marketing and uh, and implement that as well, just to just to kind of staple everything together, essentially. So if you hear me on the radio, you're going to it's going to look and feel the same on TV, on social media, on, you know, a postcard that you might receive from me. So we're going to take a multi-pronged approach in our targeting and, and yeah, that's the way to go. make sure and it's cohesive. Tie, yeah, that's exactly what I was to say. And then tie it together and, and make it cohesive. So, well, Matt, man, I really appreciate you coming on, man. First of all, thanks, you know, in the beginning for just your vulnerability, uh, very inspirational. And thanks for coming in and just challenging us, right? I, I can't think of a podcast I've done where we just talked about having fun with marketing and really just upping the creativity level on the brand recognition. And so out of all the REI uh, radio students I had, I'm like, you know, Matt's the guy over here that's just thinking completely different. So, man, I, I applaud you for that, man, and uh, of really kind of pushing things to the next level. So to the rest of you guys, thank you so much as always. And we will catch you soon when we add more value. Talk to you guys later. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.